Hare Krishna, welcome to Erudi Chant, Srimad Bhagavatam class. Today we are so fortunate to have Her Grace One Marnili Manjari Mataji. And Mataji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam chapter, Canto 5 and chapter 21st, Shloka number 1. Please take over the call, Mataji, whenever you are ready. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhu, can you all hear me? Yes, Mataji, we can hear. Thank you all so much for the opportunity um, to discuss and read and chant Srimad Bhagavatam in the association of devotees who are always interested to um, gain knowledge. We'll start with Mangalachar and prayers and then we'll continue into the fifth, uh, 21st chapter of 5th Canto. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Nena Tasmai Sri Guravenamaha Sri Chaitanya Manu Vishtam Stapitam Nena Bhutali Swayam Rupahakada Mahyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Uthapadakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnamamsha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raguna Tanvitam Tansa Jeevam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lavita Sri Vishakanvitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namos Tate Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishavanu Sute Devi Pradamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpata Rubyascha Krupa Sindhu Bhivacha Patitanam Pakli Bhu Vaishnavi Bhu Namudamaha Jaisi Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadara Shri Vasabi Kaura Bhakta Vrindam Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaivanarotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet So we are reading the 21st chapter. Uh, so 20th chapter is uh, studying the structure of the universe, uh, which I guess all the devotees who have um, spoken on this has wonderfully explained um, about the glories uh, in a more uh, pictorial way representation because um, it is more technical with all the dimensions, shapes and how the whole world, a um, whole uh, universe looks. So this kind of knowledge really helps us uh, to understand what kind of a place we are living in and how Supreme Personality of Godhead has, uh, has been maintaining this and um, uh, because most of the times a devotion and science gets clash and people think that sometimes science is superior 
because people prove it with experiments and then uh, people all, uh, also think that those who believe in God and uh, are believing in something which they are not seeing uh, but uh, devotional service um, and then uh, uh, Bhagavad Gita itself is like kind one kind of a science where we can see that everything is explained uh, in Bhagavatam and uh, the scriptures uh, very nicely which scientists are now uh, discovering uh, and then uh, proving them uh, so this fifth chapter last 15 chapters uh, give us that kind of a feel of uh, technical details for those who really want because I I noticed over the period of time uh, few devotees are very very interested in knowing um, all these structure how how is this universe um, how is how the spiritual worlds are located how we can go out of this world um, how how should be our journey and all so this is really interesting so now we are going uh, going into the next section that is 20th chapter we have read about the universe in the 21st chapter we will be speaking about mostly sun and the movements of the sun and even in 22nd chapter also uh, it is the orbits of the planet it continues Parikshit Maharaj asks questions um, and then it continues a little bit about uh, uh, the glories of sun and then also about moon and stars and all those all those uh, explain all those descriptions um, so if we notice uh, 20th chapter the last four verses uh, 43 to 46 um, actually um, uh, Sukadeva Goswami speaks about glories of um, glories of Sun the Sun is situated vertically in the middle of universe in the area between Bhur Loka and Bhuvar Loka which is called Antariksha outer space the distance between the Sun and the circumference circumference of the universe is 25 koti yojanas the sun god is also known as Vairaja so different names of sun god are mentioned Vairaja, Marthanda, Hiranyagarbha so if we have noticed actually um, if we have observed um, the uh, gen two three generations before us uh, they have um, their day used to start with sun and then end with sun like before sun rises they are all ready to set to do their activities and as the sun sets um, they are almost done they even finish uh, uh, their dinner and they are all ready to set the uh, set to close their day that day so almost like uh, with sunrise the activities used to start uh, mostly it might be because of the light light which sun brings and also sun is considered as the Pratyaksha Daiva so and there is a belief and there is Aditra who is chanting also uh, which is uh, which is given which was spoken by Agastamani uh, in Ramayana to Lord Rama before he um, performs war and uh, in that area so is people believe like uh, waking up before sun and paying their obeisances to sun um, and uh, uh, and chanting brings good health so nowadays we see many of us lack vitamin D and then we suffer a lot uh, a lot because of that deficiency because we we 
we are not into sun much as we are in our uh, in different parts of country like maybe because of the coldness uh, or uh, because our days are so that we sleep late into night and we wake up very late in the morning and our day starts slow so we don't even notice the sunrises or sunsets we don't even have time to observe a sunrise or sunset and pay our obeisances uh, but those who align their day uh, life with respect to sun always uh, uh, always have a very productive day because they start day day very early uh, uh, and they are starting in especially in brahma murta where the influence of mode of goodness is more uh, and then uh, we 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 can uh, it is more conducive to practice devotional service so one if we don't see sun uh, the on a gloomy day even the motivation for us to do the things also will be very less so sun plays a very uh, important role um, in our lives and the different names of the sun vairaja marthanda hiranyagarbha so people also pray to sun the surya namaskaras that they do uh, they chant the 12 names uh, important names of sun and they pay their obeisances so here uh, in this 44th verse of last chapter the three names of sun were also mentioned um, <clears throat> and then uh, uh, it ends the 46th verse and like the sun god also known as vairaja the total material body for all living entities because he entered this dull egg of the universe at the time of creation he is also called marthanda he is also known as hiranyagarbha because he received his material body from hiranyagarbha lord brahma O king, the sun god and the sun planet divide all the directions of the universe. It is only because of the presence of sun that we can understand what the sky, the higher planets, this world and the lower planets are. It is also only because of the sun that we can understand which places are for material enjoyment and which are for liberation, which are hellish and subterranean. Um, so sun is so important. all living entities including demigods human beings animals birds insects reptiles creepers and trees depend upon the heat and light given by the sun god from the sun planet furthermore it is because of the sun's presence that all living entities can see therefore he is called drig ishvara the personality of godhead presiding over sight so these are four names we have seen for sun god and the importance of sun so now we are moving into a chapter uh, where it describes more about the movements of the sun so first verse 21st point first so 20th chapter a uh, uh, overview about the view of this chapter is like one to six verses it speaks about the movements of the sun um under the control of the supreme lord and if we see the sun and moon are described as two eyes of the supreme lord and also he is he is also referred to as surya narayana uh, like uh, he is considered as like narayan apachaksha uh, a presence of lord can be felt through sun every day in our life so the movements of sun are like kind of classification of time and uh, krishna says time he is so the movements of the sun are also controlled under uh, controlled uh, by the supreme lord sri sukha uvacha etavan eva bhuvalayasya sannivesha pramana lakshanato vyakya vyakyayataha sri sukha uvacha 
ಯುನಿವರ್ಸ್ Pramana Lakshanataha, according to the measurement, 50 crores of Yojanas or 4 billion miles in width and length and characteristics, Vyakyayataha, estimated. So, first six verses speaks about the sun's movement. Sukadeva Goswami said, My dear King, I have thus far described the diameter of the universe, 55 crores of Yojanas, are 4 billion miles and its general characteristics according to the estimation of the learned scholars. So these all things really amazes us how uh, everything is mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam because Krishna has created this material world and he, he, he uh, Vyasadeva is also um, uh, uh, an empowered incarnation of the Lord and that's how he has spoken Bhagavatam to his son and Sukadeva Goswami is repeating that and all these details are mentioned uh, way 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 before which um, with more uh, precisions uh, and then now now um, uh, the interested uh, devotees are going deeper into these and bringing them to us in a more pictorial form and presenting them in Mayapur uh, as a Vedic planetarium helps us to even visualize and understand because uh, all these slokas, um, it's very difficult to visualize and understand even otherwise the glories of the Lord and uh, His uh, his leelas are very inconceivable uh, but these things are like more uh, if we can draw in a picture or start drawing um, and writing down may, may be understood more in detail so there is no purpose to this verse which is just speaking the diameter of the uh, universe uh, according to the learned scholars estimated measurement of this um, so the Bhu Mandala with its general uh, characteristics, that's what it is here uh, dis- uh, described. Um, we'll go to the next verse, second verse. Ete nahidivo mandala manam tadvida upadishanti yatadividhalayor nishpavadinam te antare nantariksham tad ubhayasanni tad upayasandhitam ete nahidivi mandala manam tad vidha upadhishanti yatadividhalayor nishpavadinam te antare nanantariksham tad upayasandhitam Translation and purport by Srila Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada ki jai etena by this estimation he indeed divaha of the upper planetary system mandala manam the measurement of the globe, tat vidaha, the experts who know about it, vipadishanti, instruct yatha, just as dividala, dividalayo, in the two halves, nishpava adinam, of grains such as wheat, te, of the two divisions, antarena, in the intervening space, antariksham, the sky or outer space, tat, by the two, 
ubhaya on both sides sanditam where the two parts join as a grain of wheat is divided into two parts and one can estimate the size of the upper part by knowing that of the lower so expert geographers instruct one can understand the measurements of the upper part of the universe by knowing those of the lower part the sky between the earthly sphere and heavenly sphere is called antariksha or outer space it adjoins the top of the sphere of earth and the bottom of that heaven so like how a beam if we see uh, any beam seed um it has two parts so we can understand how much the uh, uh, upper part will be when we uh, when when we can measure the down part and when we have uh, divided into two parts um similarly the dimensions of bhumandala the surface of the lower half of the universe uh, actually where we have the garbhodaka ocean and the lower planetary system so we as we all know garbhodaka ocean is at the lower part where uh, garbhodaka sai vishnu lies down and from his navel comes the lotus flower the stem on which all the 14 planetary systems are established so when we measure the dimensions of the bhumandala the surface of the lower half of the universe um, we can also imagine or estimate the upper part of the universe um, the sky between the lower and upper house at least here in heavenly spheres is called antariksha or outer space and it uh, uh, it it is measured as 0.2 million yojanas in uh, height the sky is measured as 0.2 million uh, uh, yojanas in height so it is actually touching the upper part of the earth and the down part of the heavenly spheres uh the sky which is called as antariksha or outer space to which we send all our rockets and satellites and all those things to find out and the thing that which we are seeing uh, every day and so that is called as antariksha or outer space which is vertically vertically between the uh, earthly planets and the heavenly planets uh, and it has 0.2 million yojanas uh, and we can imagine how much will be the length of the upper part based on the lower part that is what this verse is mentioning so 21.3 yan madhyagato bhagavam tapatam patistapana atapena trilokim pratapatya avabhasayatya atmabhasasam yesha ुदगयानदक्षिणायनवैशुवाताहनाबरोहनाबरोहनसमानताशु विधते यन्मज्जगतो भगवान्स्तपतांपतिस्तपन आतपेन त्रिलोकीं प्रतपत्य अवभासयत्य आत्मभाषासयेश आत्मभाषासयेशावुदगयनदक्षिणायन वैशुवत संज्ञाभिर्मान्द्यसैग्रिहिय समानविर्गतिभिर् आरोहनावर आरोहनावरोहन समानस्थानेशु यतास्वनमभिपद्यमानो मकरादीशुराशिष्व 
ಅಹೋರಾತ್ರಿ ದೀರ್ಘಹರ್ಷವ ಸಮಧತೆ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ದ ಇಂಟರ್ಮೀಡಿಯೇಟ್ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ ಮಧ್ಯಗತ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಸಿಚುವೇಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಮಿಡಲ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ದ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಪವರ್ಫುಲ್ ತಪತಾಂಪತಿ ದ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ದೋಸ್ ದಟ್ ಹೀಟ್ ದ ಹೋಲ್ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ತಪನ ದ ಸನ್ ಆತಪೇನ ಬೈ ಹೀಟ್ ತ್ರಿಲೋಕಿಂ ದ ತ್ರೀ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರತಪತಿ ಹೀಟ್ಸ್ ಅವಭಾಸಯತಿ ಲೈಟ್ಸ್ ಆತ್ಮಭಾಷಾ ಬೈ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಓನ್ ಇಲ್ಯೂಮಿನೇಟಿಂಗ್ ರೇಸ್ ಸ ದಟ್ ಏಷ ದ ಸನ್ ಗ್ಲೋ ಉದಗಯಣ ಆಫ್ ಪಾಸಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದ ನಾರ್ತ್ ಸೈಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಈಕ್ವೇಟರ್ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಯನ ಆಫ್ ಪಾಸಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದ ಸದರ್ನ್ ಸೈಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಈಕ್ವೇಟರ್ ವೈಶುವತ ಆರ್ ಆಫ್ ಪಾಸಿಂಗ್ ಥ್ರೂ ದ ಈಕ್ವೇಟರ್ ಸಂಜ್ಞಾಭಿ ಬೈ ಡಿಫರೆಂಟ್ ನೇಮ್ಸ್ ಮಾಂಧ್ಯ ಕ್ಯಾರೆಕ್ಟರೈಸ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಸ್ಲೋನೆಸ್ ಸೈಗೃಹ್ಯ ಸ್ವಿಫ್ಟ್ನೆಸ್ ಸಮಾನಭಿ ಅಂಡ್ ಬೈ ಈಕ್ವಾಲಿಟಿ ಗತಿಭಿ ಬೈ ಮೂಮೆಂಟ್ ಆರೋಹಣ ಆಫ್ ರೈಸಿಂಗ್ ಅವರೋಹಣ ಆಫ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಡೌನ್ ಸಮಾನ ಆರ್ ಆಫ್ ಸ್ಟಿ ಸ್ಟೇಯಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಮೆಲಲ್ ಸ್ಥಾನೇಶು ಇನ್ ಪೊಸಿಷನ್ಸ್ ಯತಸ್ವನಂ ಅಕಾರ್ಡಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದ ಆರ್ಡರ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಕಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಅಭಿಪದ್ಯಮಾನ ಮೂವಿಂಗ್ ಮಕರಾದೀಶು ಹೆಡೆಡ್ ಬೈ ದ ಸನ್ ಮಕರ ರಾಶಿಶು ಇನ್ ಡಿಫರೆಂಟ್ ಸೈನ್ಸ್ ಅಹರಾತ್ರಿ ದ ಡೇಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ನೈಟ್ ದೀರ್ಘ ಲಾಂಗ್ ಹರಸ್ವ ಶಾರ್ಟ್ ಸಮಾನಿ ಈಕ್ವಲ್ ವಿಧಥೆ ವಿಧಥೆ ಮೇಕ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಮಿಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಟ್ ರೀಜನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಔಟರ್ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ ಅಂತರಿಕ್ಷ ಇಸ್ ದ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಅಪ್ಲೆಂಟ್ ಸನ್ ದ ಕಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ಪ್ಲಾನೆಟ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ಎಮಿನೇಟ್ ಹೀಟ್ ದಚ್ ಆಸ್ ದ ಮೂನ್ by the influence of its radiation the sun heats the universe and maintains its proper order it also gives light to help all living entities to see while passing towards the north toward the south or through the equator in accordance with the order of the supreme personality of godhead it is set to move slowly swiftly or moderately according to its movements in raising above going beneath or passing through the equator and correspondingly coming in touch with various signs of the zodiac headed by makara days and nights or short long or equal to one another perfect lord brahma prays in his brahma samhita yachakshuresha savita sakalagrahana ರಾಜಾ ಸಮಸ್ತ ಸುರಮೂರ್ತಿರಶೇಷ ತೇಜ ಯಶಾಜ್ಞೆಯ ಭ್ರಮತಿ ಸಂಭೃತ ಕಾಲಚಕ್ರೋ ಗೋವಿಂದಮಾದಿಪುರುಷಂ ತಮಹಂ ಭಜಾಮಿ ಐ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ ಗೋವಿಂದ ದ ಪ್ರೈಮಿವಲ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಅಂಡರ್ ಹೂಸ್ ಕಂಟ್ರೋಲ್ ಈವನ್ ದ ಸನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಕನ್ಸಿಡರ್ ಟು ಬಿ ದ ಐ ಆಫ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ರೊಟೇಟ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಫಿಕ್ಸ್ಡ್ ಆರ್ಬಿಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಟರ್ನಲ್ ಥೈಮ್ ದ ಸನ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಕಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ಪ್ಲಾನಿಟರಿ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಅನ್ಲಿಮಿಟೆಡ್ ಪೊಟೆನ್ಸಿ ಇನ್ ಹೀಟ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಲೈಟ್ Although the sun is described as Bhagavan, the most powerful, and although it is actually the most powerful planet within the universe, it nevertheless has to carry out the, it nevertheless has to carry out the order of Govinda Krishna. The sun god cannot deviate even an inch from the orbit designated to him. 
Therefore, in every sphere of life, the supreme order of the supreme personality of Godhead is carried out. The entire material nature carries out his orders. However, we foolishly see the activities of material nature without understanding the supreme order and supreme person behind them. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, Maya Dakshena Prakrutihi, material nature carries out the orders of the Lord and thus everything is maintained in an orderly way. So this was sun reference here we see in the 8th chapter of Bhagavad Gita also and in the 15th chapter of Bhagavad Gita where Krishna describes the spiritual world he says Natad Bhashayate Suryo Shashanko Napavakaha my spiritual world does not need sun, moon or fire uh, for illuminating Krishna says in that verse uh, Natad Bhashayati Suryo Nashashanko Napavakaha Taddhama Paramam Mama Just excuse me Sorry, excuse me so, Natad Bhashayate Suryo Nashashankho Napavakaha Yadgatvana Nivartante Taddhama Paramamama So, Krishna says that that my spiritual world, my, uh, my, uh, my planet does not require sun, moon or fire for illuminating. Um, and uh, it, one, one who goes there will never come up will never come back that Dhamma Paramamama that there is no other highest planet higher planet than that um, and he says there that I don't I don't require sun or moon to illuminate my planet Up completely opposite is the material universe all the sun which is situated in the middle in the Antariksha actually gives heat and light for all the planets in this world sorry in this universe um, and without sun we can't even imagine nowadays how much ever uh, fire electricity that we have. Uh, the amount of motivation, the amount of inspiration, uh, the things that sun can do, uh, nobody can do. So without sun, we can't even imagine. And if sun is uh, not uh, rising even for a single day, uh, it's so difficult. We, and there are some places on the earth where uh, the the sun is visible for a very shorter time and it's not even visible for some months and then after that it's visible um, so it, it, we can just imagine how, uh, how how difficult the life is going to be and uh, the moment of sun how important it is so this verse here is uh, explaining that so it's situated in the middle of the antariksha means it's like it's like vertically situated uh, above the above the six dvipas that we have learned on that, above the pushkar uh, pushkara dvipa, and uh, horizontally the sun's chariot travels uh, at a distance of 15.75 million yojanas from center of Mount Sumeru. So horizontally it moves the sun, but it is uh, situated vertically above the pushkara dvipa. So there are 12 star signs. If you all know uh, the uh, how, what is that? Uh, astrology. Uh, there are 12 star signs in the Jodaic belt. Uh, 
or Kala Chakra, the time taken by the sun to move over half the zodiac belt is called Ayana. So it moves, uh, uh, so we know the Uttarayana and Dakshinayana. So when sun moves to the six uh, signs, uh, it's called as an Ayana. Um, so <clears throat> we can we can get more details of how the sun is traveling through these zodiac suns in the next chapter. Uh, and uh, if we all hear uh, to any horoscope uh, uh, people who speak the uh, predictions, they keep saying like, you know, sun is moving from your Rasi to another Rasi, or uh, sun is, uh, uh, all the planets, they, they describe uh, the, the happenings in our life uh, based on the movements of the uh, planets. Uh, in in those zodiac signs, and we are born in uh, based on the time and uh, uh, place of our birth. Uh, the zodiac sign uh, zodiac sign of uh, from where we are uh, Rasi, in which we are born, is mentioned, and uh, certain things are predicted ahead. Uh, even otherwise, certain things are predicted based on our previous karmas, um, because we to we we made ourselves eligible for this particular type of body and particular type of happenings in our life based on our previous karmas. Uh, so that's called a destiny. We come with a pre uh, with a destiny, um, and it is not that destiny is uh, higher uh, higher than uh, uh, God, uh, supreme personality of Godhead. Uh, he has he has all, he has all power to override even the destiny placed on our surrenderance to him. Uh, but um, destiny is something which is like a weather forecast, which is giving like this is how it is going to happen in your life, and it can always be changed by our current actions. Destiny is is just the prediction based on our past actions and past desires, and uh, based on that we have taken this body. Uh, and then we can always change our path at any point of time by surrendering ourselves to the Supreme God and engaging ourselves in devotional service. And then we can get rid of both the Papa and Punya Karma and go to a stage where we won't be able to take any other uh, body and we go back to the spiritual world. But the, all these things where, where people say that uh, this is all, uh, um, uh, this is all uh, 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 the, uh, the uh, the horoscope people, the astrologers who speak, uh, uh, they're all making money, they don't know anything. They, it, it is also a science if studied properly, uh, but many people misuse that, they don't study that science properly, and then based on the customer's uh, uh, vulnerabilities, they speak and uh, they, uh, they make money. But if it is studied properly, it's a proper science, uh, which has been, uh, which has even uh, books, authentic books and authentic sources and they also don't see everything completely they can only see based on the existing stuff and only um, or, uh, only to certain extent because uh, the complete picture is not given because the jiva has that free will to change his path uh, based on his surrenderance to the lord based on his uh, punya karmas also like even not devotional service there are many people who do a lot of punya karmas and uh, uh, they try to mitigate their miseries even though it's not possible completely uh, but they try to do and we can always change uh, the path so that is a proper science so here um, the ayana that is mentioned here is like uh, the travel of sun horizontally to the six zodiac uh, signs is called ayana so that's why we have uttarayana and dakshinayana 
again when we read this Uttarayana and Dakshinayana, uh, we, we remember the famous verses of 8th canto uh, where uh, Krishna sees uh, living uh, body, how it is going to affect. Um, we will first go to this verse of 20 21.3 and discuss the other uh, points. Um, <coughs> So Prabhupada is mentioning here about this Brahma Samitavas, Echekshuresha Savita Sakala Grahana, Raja Samasta Suramurti Raseshatija. Raja Samasta Suramurti Raseshatija. Son is considered as the Lord Raja. Eshyagnaya Brahmati Sambrato Kala Chakro, Govinda Madhi Purusham Samahambajami. I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord the Supreme Personality of Godhead, under whose control even the sun which is considered to be the eye of the Lord rotates within the fixed orbit of eternal time. So even the moments of the sun, moon or all the planets that we are see, uh, seeing are all controlled by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Um, the sun is the king of all planetary systems and has unlimited potency in heat and light. So this is Raja Samasta. Suramurti Rasheshateja, Teja, unlimited potency. Uh, and then Suramurti for all the Devi Devatas, Raja Samasta, he is the uh, king. Although Sun is described as Bhagavan, the most powerful, and although it is actually the most powerful planet within the universe, it nevertheless has to carry out the order of Govinda. So it is considered as the powerful planet without which the planets cannot sustain, cannot see, the living entities cannot do anything or visualize anything, but still it is not supreme because supreme personality of Godhead. See, Krishna is supreme, Govinda is supreme, and the sun also has to follow orders of Sri Krishna. The sun god cannot deviate even an inch from the orbit designated to him. Therefore, in every sphere of life, the supreme order of the supreme personality of Godhead is carried out. So, it's, see, the most powerful, the most learned persons in this universe, Brahma, and the most powerful who has the unlimited potency, who can give the uh, light and uh, energy and uh, heat to all the planetary systems also, cannot move even an inch out of their orbit and cause chaos or uh, can, cannot do, they are so much so controlled by the Supreme Personality of Godhead um, and uh, they are so dependent on the Lord. Uh, so if we see this, we can understand that how we can become independent by depending on the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So it is just a, uh, it is just a thought how, um, so if we, if we, um, if we surrender to the lotus feet of the Lord and if we get the mercy of the Lord, uh, we become so uh, so powerful, so independent um, by depending on the Lord because Lord is supreme. So like uh, like when we uh, when we are uh, when we are uh, standing next to the powerful person uh, in a fighting arena, uh, anybody doesn't uh, doesn't dare to touch us because they know that uh, we are uh, next to that powerful person, and he will uh, he will um, kind of 
come to rescue or come to protection. So those of us who hear about the horoscopes or uh, um, who have a habit of hearing uh, hearing the yearly predictions or daily predictions, some people, and uh, when things are going bad, we go and approach to know how the things happen to us. Uh, we talk to uh, astrologists and all. Uh, so we should not be too much dwelling into it and get scared or get worried or uh, get panicked and have anxieties because um, even that can be overwritten by the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So our devotional service, our surrendering to the Lord is so powerful that uh, whatever the predictions that are also can be overwritten because they are not supreme. They are also controlled by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And if we are intelligent and smart enough, if we see the person behind all uh, all these things which are which are moving in an order, all these things which uh, which we see are very powerful or very much needed or uh, uh, have a lot of impact on us are controlled by that Lord and uh, we are part and parcel of that Lord and we have a relationship with that Lord and if we try to revive that relationship and just we can just imagine how powerful we will become uh, and how independent we become how much immune we become to all these things um, and then uh, we can be uh, we can overcome all the miseries so we don't need to be worried or um, uh, feel bad or dwell too much into these predictions which were based on uh, the previous actions or previous karma or uh, or a prediction made that okay this is how you have become this is how it has been and this is how it is going to be your life uh, and which can be always changed so here Prabhupada writes the entire material nature carries out his orders um, the therefore in every sphere of life the supreme order of the supreme personality of God is carried out the entire material nature carried out, carries out his orders the entire material nature, material world, material universe in which we are takes orders from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Maya Dakshena Prakrutihi. Prakrutihi Kriyamanani. So all the verses Krishna says, He is never under the most. The most, the material nature, everything is under Him. And for us, I come across some people who, who cannot see the Supreme Lord or who don't believe in the Lord, believe in nature. So they think that nature is powerful because uh, it is very difficult to have a control on the uh, 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 nature. The miseries that we get uh, get from the natural calamities are completely out of our control. How much ever we are prepared, how much ever we predict, how much we take precautions, uh, sometimes they are so much so out of control. The hurricanes or the tornadoes or the snow snarms, whatsoever it may be, they are so much uh, out of control of human. Uh, we can just make adjustments and protect ourselves and cover ourselves or uh, after everything happens see how we can uh, work on that but they are so much many times they are out of control and we think that they that is powerful but here the scriptures and uh, um, uh, the scriptures are speaking out loud that they are also under control of the supreme personality of Godhead and they are not independent they are not independent. They, they look to us as powerful, as great, uh, as having unlimited potency, as independent, but they are not really independent. They are also dependent on the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And without Him, they doesn't have any power. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, uh, 
However, we foolishly see the activities of the material nature without understanding the supreme order and the supreme person behind them. So we will be considered foolish, less intelligent, as long as we are only seeing these symptoms and not seeing the cause behind all these causes. Sarva karana karana, Ishvara, Parama, Krishna, Sachidananda, Vigraha, Anadir, Adir, Govinda, Sarva karana karana. Uh, so we, we don't see that, then we will be the foolish people. So this actually makes me remind a beautiful verse uh, which uh, Gajendra uh, speaks uh, uh, with respect to God and he compares, uh, he brings out a beautiful comparison uh, of uh, sun and then uh, he speaks this verse uh, um, which is, uh, which which I felt like very, very wonderful and when I'm reading this, uh, I remembered this. So I just thought I will uh, bring that verse also. Kamuna Panchatvamiteshu Krishna so for 8.3.5 from Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, these are the prayers of Kajendra. So you all might be knowing the story of Kajendra. Uh, uh, Kajendra was struck in the lake Trikuta Parvata, uh, which is the beautiful uh, mountain. Uh, 8.2, 8th uh, canto, 2nd chapter explains the glories, uh, uh, the beautiful scenery that is there in the Chikuta Parvata where all the Devi Devatas are there, how it is a resource of so much, um, how the mountain is resource for so many uh, fruits, so many flowers, a uh, uh, lot of natural resources are there and how uh, the shores of the uh, what, uh, the ocean there has diamonds decked. Uh, so it is very opulent place where Kajendra uh, the king of elephants along with all his wives, children and everybody uh, goes and has a, sport, a sportive activity there. Uh, he drinks water and then he doesn't come out after drinking the water and he starts playing with the water there and exploits the whole situation there. And then suddenly uh, the crocodile inside that water gets hold of his hand, uh, gets hold of his leg and um, he cannot uh, get himself free from the clutches of the crocodile. All the all his uh, relatives, wives, everybody from the shore of that lake try to pull him out, but they cannot do anything. Uh, he fights with crocodile for thousand years. So crocodile is inside water. So crocodile is not losing any energy. Crocodile is gaining energy year by year because it's living in the place where it is. Uh, where it is its home uh, and it is deriving energy but Kajendra was getting tired Kajendra was losing all his strength he does not know what to do anymore like he has tried all his means he could not come out of the clutches of uh, uh, crocodile and it is so so uh, 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 like looks like a metaphor or a example like how uh, sometimes um, uh, the troubles the miseries that we are uh, we are undergoing when it comes to our health or uh, 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 that the family that we have, the money that we have, um, the network or the relations that we have, they cannot do anything, just they have to see, sit around us, see and cry and pay for us, but very little they can help us. They can't really take out our pain. Um, uh, they can't come and share uh, the difficulty that we are going through or they can't find a solution to us. And the only person that can give us rescue, the only person that can give us some relief 
is the supreme personality of godhead so after fighting for 1000 years gajendra because of his previous life he has he was a great devotee in his previous life as king indradumya and uh, he did not complete his devotional service because of the curse of agastyamuni so he remembers the mantra and then he starts he decides that he's going to surrender to the supreme personality of godhead and he starts chanting that mantra and then he offers these prayers to the supreme personality of godhead so he says kalena panchatvamite shu krishnaso lokeshu palishu cha sarva hetushu tamastadasid gahanam gabiram yastasya parid vibirajate vibhu he says in due course of time when all the causative and effective manifestations of the universe including the planets and their directors and maintainers are annihilated there is a situation of dense darkness above this darkness however is the supreme personality of godhead i take shelter of his lotus feet so here he says in the purport if we see he says sometimes in our life we have this kind of a situation tamas tadasit gahanam gabiram tamas the ignorance the darkness is deeper the ignorance and the darkness is so deeper gahanam very dense gabiram very deep dense and deeper we don't know we don't find any way we are so so much so we blank out by our situation the troublesome situation in our life we don't know what to do we don't know where to go we don't know how to find a solution so all of us have that kind of a situation so he says above this darkness however is supreme personality of godhead so he is like a light he is like a sun who comes and illuminates our lives and takes us out of this darkness so in the purport prabhupada writes he is the supreme controller when everything disappears by the influence of his energy the cosmic situation is one of dense darkness the supreme lord however is the sunshine as confirmed in the vedic mantras aditya varnam tamasah parastat in our daily experience when we on earth or in the darkness of night the sun is always luminous somewhere in the sky similarly the supreme personality of godhead the supreme sun so this is the word i will uh, i remember when i was reading this verse um, uh, the supreme sun krishna is referred narayana is referred as the supreme sun uh, so this world uh, for some reason it, i got fascinated to this world like supreme sun so krishna is powerful controller uh, uh, and uh, uh, greater than the sun which illuminates each universe and he is called here as the supreme sun always remains luminous even when the entire cosmic manifestation is annihilated in due course of time so that lord the supreme personality of godhead who is the supreme sun is our shelter and we have come in this path uh, of uh, uh, of uh, uh, prabhupada and chaitanya mahaprabhu has given us this wonderful path um, and he has given us this wonderful weapon to cut this dense darkness that is the chanting of holy name of the lord and surrender to that supreme sun and be always illuminated in our lives have path and direction to go uh, so sometimes we all undergo because of the Uh, miseries the three kind of miseries which we cannot escape in this material world because that is the nature of this material universe where we all choose ourselves to be in uh, 
the miseries uh, that come from our body and mind, the miseries that we that get inflicted to us uh, by the uh, relatives and friends and family, and the miseries that uh, natural calamities give us. So they kind of um, they kind of bring a dense and deeper darkness sometimes in our life, where we don't know what to do, where to go. We are in a deep down in ocean uh, and uh, many days now I hear uh, these terms of anxiety, depression, um, so many things that we don't know or like kind of helplessness um, uh, that we face when we look at the people outside. We don't know what to do and here this verse says that how Gajendra is surrendering to that uh, Lord uh, because Gajendra is in a situation where he has no clue how to uh, get him out of that, uh, uh, how to get him out of the clutches of crocodile. And uh, whoever he thinks are going to help him, his family, his friend, his relatives, uh, even in that mountain, there are Devi Devatas who come for sporting. So nobody could do anything to him. Nobody could even help him an inch or uh, or move his leg an inch from the mouth of the crocodile uh, so they could not do anything and in that kind of a situation uh, see it is uh, it, it it is sometimes uh, uh, Prabhupada writes in uh, in uh, 1 point uh, uh, 21 of Bhagavad Gita like Arjuna has all good counsel and Krishna has arranged all kinds of auspicious situations uh, for his devotee so Krishna actually arranges those situations for his devotee. So we don't need to look for auspicious time, auspicious uh, year. Uh, we don't need to worry about all those things, oh, whether I'm doing this on a good day or not, whether this is auspicious or not, what is my horoscope setting, uh, whether I'm going through a bad time or a good time, uh, or uh, uh, or what should I do now? Which God should I pray now uh, to come out of this situation, this trouble? I'll go and approach an astrologer. Krishna tells him that uh, if I'm if I'm not wrong, uh, Bhagavad Gita 1.21 uh, 1 or uh, 22 verse where he says that uh, Rajuna has all kind of a good counsel because when uh, Pandavas were blowing their conch shells, uh, the hearts of Kauravas were uh, broken. They are already getting the, uh, the signals, inauspicious signs that they are going to lose the war. Uh, but it was not the case with Pandavas because Pandavas have Krishna as their director, as a guiding, guiding factor for them. And they have Lord Hanuman on their flag and uh, they have a, a goddess of fortune because Krishna is there, goddess of fortune is there. Uh, so Krishna says that uh, Arjuna has all good counsel uh, available for him to go through this crisis situation. So, not just for Arjuna, all of us who surrender to the Supreme Lord like Arjuna, all of us have um, that Supreme Lord next to us to guide us as a Chaitya Guru from inside our heart to get ourselves of any kind of a dark situation in our life, any kind of a miserable situation in our life. Um, and uh, the only way uh, to tap that energy, uh, to tap that good counsel, uh, to seek uh, those uh, directions and uh, uh, and the suggestions is the chanting of holy name of the supreme personality of Godhead. The more we chant, uh, the more we 
make ourselves connected to the Supreme Lord, uh, the more we put effort in reviving our lost relationship with Supreme Lord, He is he who is the supreme son uh, is going to provide that direction to us uh, from inside and take us out of the situation uh, so that is what this verse is saying and also this verse uh, speaks about the ayanas as i said uh, uttarayana and dakshinayana so uttarayana is the sun's movement uh, from uh, capricorn the rasi to gemini uh, and then during which it moves uh, slowly, making the days longer and the nights shorter. So if we see the Uttarayana comes after the Makara Sankranti in January, uh, when uh, if we also see the zodiac uh, uh, signs, um, uh, uh, Capricorn ends uh, around that time and uh, uh, Aquarian uh, thing starts from that. So. That is the time when uh, actually sun moves towards north uh, and then uh, the days are longer and nights are shorter. So now we are in Dakshinayana. Dakshinayana starts from around uh, like uh, Dakshinayana is the sun's movement from Cancer uh, that is around July, July 28th that time, Cancer to Sagittarius during which uh, it moves quickly making the days shorter and nights longer. So that's why we have uh, longer nights now in the winter, um, uh, which is like a winter longer nights and uh, uh, days. This we all know, but this is all because of the movement of the sun, which is moving in across these 12 uh, zodiac signs. And uh, six, one, uh, six is called, it, uh, the six mo uh, moving around the six is called Aina. Uh, so it is called Uttarayana when it moves to north and Dakshinayana when it is moving towards the uh, south and based on that the nights and uh, days are so, And sun also uh, moves at a medium uh, space. So when it moves fast, uh, where uh, the days are shorter, when it moves slowly, the days are longer. When it moves at a medium uh, space, like uh, during the signs of Aries and Libra, uh, that uh, and then at that time uh, the days and nights are equal. So the transition happens. We see like when we are coming from Uttarayana to Dakshinayana, it is not that suddenly the days uh, become shorter. Uh, the days slowly, slowly become shorter. I I kind of I I'm always fascinated to observe this, even though I see that every year how uh, the days are becoming longer, how the days are becoming shorter because. Uh, usually I plan my day with respect to the sun like because the sun rise and sunset are considered as auspicious timings uh, for chanting the holy names of the Lord or for reading scriptures or there are certain things we should be doing and we should not be doing during those times have been taught from childhood like that so watching the sun's movement uh, was like uh, aligning our day with sun was always fascinating and uh, and the first thing um, usually if those of us who consider more about the uh, things how like Krishna says that in third chapter those who doesn't uh, offer the food to me and eat are only eating sin I have been told in my childhood also like you know you have to wake up before sun wakes up and take bath and pay your obeisances to him that is the first thing that we should be doing 
um, and then you will be healthy and heal. Um, in that way, actually, now the people talk about the circadian rhythm or anything. They say, like, you know, you you align your day according to the sun's movement, then you will be more productive, you will be more healthy, you will have more. So all this was already told in our scriptures and was, uh, and was tuned to the... Uh, 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 way it, it was always uh, even aligned with our devotional service. Uh, see, all these are having uh, so much placements in a day. Like people sometimes ask me, um, uh, so uh, why we should have to only pray in the morning? Why can't I pray in the night? Uh, because uh, I can't wake up early in the morning. Uh, I have to go to work. I already uh, just before 15 minutes, I, will, I I have to go to work. I wake up and I just quickly get ready and go. I can't pray in the morning, so I'll pray in the night. So it is not that we should not be praying in the night, but that is not what is recommended because in the night the mode of ignorance is more. Uh, you tend to enjoy more. You are more in darkness. Uh, you don't uh, you don't uh, do that, and the uh, the influence. Of doing something good is very less there. So if we act, mode of uh, goodness is more in morning. It's more conducive to practice the devotional service. And all those devotees who are chanting in the morning, and most importantly, attending these morning sessions of Bhagavatam, uh, we may not be knowing, uh, we may not be seeing immediately the effects of uh, um, maybe for those uh, you are act it is actually happening but some of us may not be seeing the immediate effects of the things that are happening in life but Krishna says in 4th chapter of Bhagavad Gita uh, that this transcendental knowledge uh, uh, this thing that you are uh, practicing is actually burning off uh, the reactions that are in making the reactions that already occurred the reactions that are getting fructified the reactions that are firing it is, I think, uh, four point uh, uh, four point uh, thirty seven or thirty eight was purport. Prabhupada writes that. So this tri transcendental knowledge is like that fire which which burns the firewood into ashes. So similarly, it is burning your pious and impious sins. Uh, uh, sorry, pious activities and the reactions of your pious activities and impious activities to ashes uh, and also the reactions in uh, uh, making reactions in uh, reactions that have been already achieved reactions uh, that are fructifying that are in the process of fructifying and reactions that are coming to prior so reactions in making so the process that we are doing like following Prabhupada's uh, routine of a morning program having a solid morning program of chanting and reading Bhagavatam is actually removing all the impurities from our heart and making our uh, uh, and keeping us away from the sinful lives uh, like lust, anger, greed, madness, illusion and envy these are the causes and Krishna answers uh, Arjuna what are the causes that I go uh, pushing towards performing the sinful activities and Krishna answers saying that it is just Kama Yesha Kroda Kama desires the lusty desires that you have and the Kroda which is Kama that is kind of transformed into Kroda is the cause for you to perform all kinds of sinful activities and this is inside these are inside us they are not coming from outside or they just, this is not given to us by somebody outside we always look for our enemies outside if we don't know where is our enemy then we won't be able to 
protect ourselves from those enemies properly. We are now looking at the wrong places for our enemies. When the enemies are inside us, uh, inside uh, us, all the six uh, uh, Ashad Vargas, which we have to fight. And Prabhupada and Krishna says that this transcendental knowledge is so powerful um, and so pavitram and so sublime that which is going to, uh, it is going to uh, burn all these impurities in, a, in, uh, in you and it also actually burning the reactions in making. That means you are, you are, uh, uh, you are going to elevate yourself to perform devotional service uh, so that you don't have any pious or impious activities left for you to take a body again and come back to this material world. So this solid morning program which is aligned with the movements of the sun is so, so powerful. Uh, that it is going to uh, bring a change for coming uh, for coming lifetimes, or it may make this lifetime itself as the last lifetime, which we may not be experiencing right now. But that is what has happening, and we should have that faith uh, in Krishna and in scriptures uh, and in all this knowledge that we are getting from Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita, and also indebted to all those wonderful devotees who are putting effort and coming and sharing and all those uh, devotees who are making this happen uh, by being here uh, and giving their association. Um, so this is how uh, until chap uh, I have covered three verses from verse 1 to 6 Krishna in this chapter uh, Sukadeva Goswami speaks about the movements of the sun and 7 to 16 um, he speaks he goes further detail like how the movement of the daily movements of the sun, how it is going to be, and then how the Vaikalikas who worship uh, uh, the God. So if we see the pattern of this chapter, uh, it speaks about the planet and who pray, who is the presiding deity and who pray, uh, who worship, and then what are their prayers. So that's how we are seeing uh, from uh, 5.15, uh, we are seeing that the, uh, that's the structure of the, these chapters. Uh, so I just shared with you all that and I am going to um, uh, uh, stop here and uh, take any questions or comments or corrections from the devotees here on the call. Hare Krishna Mataji, Very, very powerful class, Mataji. Wonderfully, we summarized the earlier chapter chapter 20 and then you summarized this chapter the movements of sun and the glories of sun god and at the end you mentioned very wonderfully how we can take the benefit of this human form of life taking shelter and early morning like align our day according to the sun's movement that was a wonderful take uh, take away mataji because as you mentioned we will be more productive when you align our day as per the movements of sun. The, an, another uh, takeaway was the supreme sun. Our Lord is the supreme sun. He is giving the light to everyone to come back home, back to God. There's so many points, Mataji, you wonderfully summarized and mentioned. Thank you so much for such a wonderful class, Mataji. You mentioned this shloka uh, which burns the, all our sins and reactions. What what canto, Mataji, and what chapter is 4.31? 4.31. Uh, 
uh, I'll just pull that out, Prabhu. 4.37, I was, I think I was reading a couple of weeks back. And these words uh, uh, were so printed in my heart. I was like, medi- uh, I was like going, how Prabhupada can bring uh, such wonderful purports and uh, any one of us who uh, don't read Prabhupada's purports, we miss so much. It mm-hmm. is... Uh, mm, yeah, yesterday I was what? speaking to someone and he was asked, karma is changeable, then it can be, you know, eradicated karma by the devotional service, but I don't have the words to, you know, refer. Mm. The wonderful yeah. verse that we can refer is Sarvadharman Parichajya. That is one verse where Krishna says, I will remove all your pious and impious activities. Oh, um, and I'll take Sarvadharman Parichyaja. I will remove all your karma and I'll take you. Uh, uh, moksha, I'll give you liberation, Krishna says. And this is another verse where uh, uh, it is uh, 4.37. Okay. Basmasat Kurute Arjuna, Gnanagni Sarva Karmani. Gnanagni Sarva Karmani. Basmasat As a blazing fire turns firewood to ashes, O Arjuna, so does the fire of knowledge burns to ashes all the reactions to the material activities. So here Prabhupada writes, perfect knowledge of self and super self and of their relationship is compared here into the fire. So the knowledge about the self and the Supreme Lord and our relationship with Him is considered here as a fire. This fire not only burns up all reactions to impious activities, but also reactions to the pious activities. So this verse also you can quote Prabhu. Turning them to ashes. There are, uh, there are, this is the line I was talking. There are many stages of reaction. Reaction in the making, reaction fructifying, Reaction already achieved and reaction a priori. But knowledge of the constitutional position of the living entity burns everything to ashes. When one is in complete knowledge, all reactions, both a priori and a posteriori, are consumed. In the Vedics, Brahad Arunaka Upanishad, it is stated, Ube Uhai Vaisha Ete Tarati Amrutaha one overcomes both the pious and impious reactions of work. 4.37. And the same canto, Mataji? Fifth canto? No, 4.37 Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita. Oh, I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Uh, other devotees, please go ahead with comment questions. Thank you so much, Mataji, for the wonderful class. Thank you, Prabhu. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna Mataji, thank you so much for wonderful class. It was very nice reading from uh, Sri Gajendra Moksha also. Very powerful prayer. Yes, Prabhu. Thank you. Yeah. I, I Some words when we are reading purports or some... Uh, when we are reading, they stick to our heart so much. And uh, when I was reading this Moments of Sun, I suddenly remembered that word Supreme Sun, which Prabhupada uses there, and relates it to uh, the darkness which uh, uh, Gajendra was talking and how he is asking Lord to be Lord to illuminate him. So I just thought and just share with you all. Mm-hmm. Your class is always enlightening, Mataji. We look forward to hear from you. 
Thank you, Prabhu. Glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Um, I come more uh, cautiously because all of you are wonderful speakers and uh, you all are serious devotees. Uh, so it is just I am speaking for my own purification and sharing uh, uh, my own realization and reflection with you all so that you, can, you all can correct me, you all can uh, uh, guide me and uh, do the things. Um, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj for having me do this wonderful service. Yeah, thank you. Devotee don't get, you know, bored or uh, he gets more and more power when you hear the, you know, glories of devotional service and uh, glories of the Lord. So, that is so sweet and powerful. We can feel like to keep listening, keep listening, keep listening. It's so nice. And specifically from the devotees like you, you know, such a wonderful, they are like ne- ne- these words are nectar. We feel like to keep listening. Thank you. So, uh, does anybody has last moment question comment? Pranam to you and all the devotees. Ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai. Mataji, wonderful class. Mataji, I wanted to ask you like we we hear about uh, Krishna having a body not like our ordinary body like us, uh, transcendental body where you know when we do offerings his uh, you know he can even see and uh, take our offerings or even with his eyes he can um, create the creation you know like that so uh, everything is so transcendental about him like you know it's not like I mean uh, with us we are living in the world of duality in every possible way our so uh, when in this verse it says that uh, the the sun is the eye of the Lord, you know. So um, it, uh, uh, what I heard is that the 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 glow that is coming from Krishna's body, uh, you know, the Brahma Jyoti, uh, that light which is coming, uh, you know, that uh, has some connection to. Uh, I think Prabhupada is explained to the sunlight you know, that glow which is coming. But um, how do we understand that? I mean, of course, we know that Krishna is like uh, in a Shamsundar form. He has uh, got two eyes and two hands and he's playing the flute and he's at, you know, there doing his activities. So, uh, but it is hard to understand this that, uh, not hard actually, it's a little bit like, it mentions even the Bhagavad Gita that, uh, you know, the sun and moon are the eyes of the Lord. So is there some kind of uh, analogy here we are, I'm, I'm not able to understand or uh, like uh, how's that, how does it become the eye? Because Krishna has his own eyes. So why the sun is the eye? Mm-hmm. It's a silly question maybe, but uh, if you can give an explanation of it, you know. It's not a silly question. It's like yeah, it's a it's a valid question. Some uh, we need to understand uh, why it is also. So when we see the universal form, it's not that Krishna exists like that, right? Like when uh, Krishna shows Arjuna the universal form, he sees like everybody entering his mouth. He sees so many uh, kritas, so many uh, gadas. So it is just a, a representation to show to the people 
that how he is the cause of this material universe how he is sarva karana karana how everything in this world exists because of him and how everything is run because of his energies and how he enters into everything and makes this uh, material universe uh, uh, be what it is how he maintains that so for that sake he shows that universal form to Arjuna so if you really read universal form and you imagine and you draw a picture of Krishna it doesn't look like a human at all with uh, thousands of kiritas uh, thousands of mouths thousands of eyes thousands so it is just a, a representation or a uh, or a allegory or a, a metaphor to understand the thing so uh, so in that sense uh, the sun and moon were considered as the eyes of Krishna because uh, they are the ones that we see every day and uh, they are equally powerful if you see um, uh, now in this verse also sun is considered as a, uh, in Brahma Samhita uh, he is considered as the Raja of all the Devi Devtas and he remaining all Devi Devtas we may not be seeing directly like we, but sun is somebody we can see him every day Surya Narayana. So that's what you know he is called as. So sun is somebody who we can see uh, every day and without sun, the light and heat that is given by without that, uh, the whole universe cannot exist. So the indication that the whole universe is going to be dissolved or that uh, the pralaya that happens at the end, it, it is a dense darkness. That's what uh, it is um, uh, left after that so it is uh, and the sun the light is also considered uh, to us like uh, those of us who are uh, progressing on the path of the devotional service also is considered as a light going towards knowledge light is considered to knowledge also so it is just a, a representation for those uh, for other uh, for a for a set of devotees um, uh, who see uh, God in everything like the material things see they are still not at that level where uh, they come to the personal form of the Lord they perceive the Lord as an impersonal Brahman so for them uh, also the Lord shows how he is present in everything uh, that is here in this material world how he is the cause of all causes so it's 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 like that it should be understood like that uh, not like exactly literally we should we should be taking and drawing the picture of krishna uh, like with his son so see he is the whole cause of this material uh, creation but again he is aloof from this he is not inside this so this again uh, helps me to go back to the prayers of uh, gajendra himself um, uh, previous verses where gajendra says like uh, how he is the cause of everything how eswatmani idam nijamaya yarpitam kachit vibhatam pachatat tirohitam aviddha druk saksho bayam tadikshate satma moolo vatumam parat paraha he says uh, and also the previous verse where Krishna he starts his prayers says that the sup yasmin idam yatas chedam enedam yaidam swayam Yosmat parasmas chaparas tam prapatyate swayam bhuvam. So, uh, I actually, I, uh, so Gajendra prays, he says, the Supreme God is the Supreme platform on which everything rests. So, on Him everything rests. This whole, whole material universe is sustaining on Him. And then, the ingredients by which everything has been produced. So, He is everything. He is the one who is uh, ingredient which, by which this material universe has been created. And the person who has created, 
and he is the only cause of this cosmic manifestation. Nonetheless, he is different from the cause and the result. He is the cause of everything. He has, he is the, he, his energies, his, his separated and his extended energies are the cause of everything. So indirectly, indirectly we, uh, he, he is the cause of everything, but he still exists also separately in his Shyamashundara form, uh, in his Golok Vrindavan. He has nothing to do, like Krishna in his original form doesn't even come directly mess with the material universe. He doesn't even have to come and interfere uh, uh, physically hand to hand. He only comes because his devotee wants him and they pray for him in his form just in one day of a Brahma he comes. Otherwise he is happily staying in his uh, in his spiritual Golok Vrindavan, uh, relishing and doing the transcendental loving exchanges with his devotees there. His, ex uh, his expansions and expansions, his energies are actually carrying out uh, these innumerable universes that uh, we are only in one universe. There are innumerable universes. So it is not that for all the universes uh, he is having uh, the sun as his eye and then uh, when he is here then how come he is not there. So it is just a, his energies, uh, his extended, his expansions are taking care of everything. He is the cause of all these things at he is different from all these things also. He exists differently. So this also reminds me one of the slokas, maybe Fardas Prabhu can remind me that, which comes in ninth chapter of Bhagavad Gita where Krishna says, everything exists in me, uh, but I don't exist in them. So that con that confuses us. I don't exactly remember. Wow. Can you say uh, this first word again, Prabhu? Part of that slogan is uh, Yogeshwara, the whole thing I forgot. Yeah. Let me check. I think it's in the ninth chapter somewhere Krishna says that. Yeah, yeah. Ah. 9.4, he says. I found it, Prabhu. Yeah. Maya katam idam sarvam jagadavyakta muthina matsani sarvabhutani nataham eshkrutitaha. By me, in my unmanifested form, this entire universe is pervaded. All beings are me, but I am not in them, he says. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is not perceivable through the gross material senses. So we cannot think or conceive his picture the material senses that we have. Lord Krishna's name, fame, pastimes, etc. cannot be understood by material senses. Only to one who is engaged in pure devotional service under proper guidance is revealed in Brahma Samhita. It is stated, Premanjana Churita Bhakti Vilochanena Santas Sadeva Hrudeshu Vilokayanti. One can see the Supreme Personality of Godhead Govinda always within himself and outside himself if one has developed the transcendental loving service towards him. Thus for people in general, he is not visible. Here it is said that although he is all pervading everywhere present, he is not conceivable by material senses. This is indicated here by the word Avyakta Murtina. But actually, although we cannot see him, everything is resting in him. As we have discussed in the seventh chapter, the entire material cosmic manifestation is only a combination of his two different energies. Superior spiritual energy, inferior material energy. So this verse also says like how he is the one who is 
pervading in everything that we see in the material universe, but still he exists uh, outside as Krishna, uh, different from all these things, Mataji. Similarly, all the manifestations that we see and everything that exists, both in this material world and in the spiritual world, are resting on the energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The creation takes place by the diffusion of his different energies. And as stated in Bhagavad Gita, Vistabhyam Idam Krishnam. He is everywhere present by his personal representation, the diffusion of his different energies. So he is, uh, he is the cause of everything in this material universe. Yet he is different from all these things. He exists here also. And he exists in his two-handed Shamashundara form. And the example, the, the universal form, uh, which he has shown to multiple peoples, to Brahma, to Krishna, sorry, to Arjuna, uh, and, uh, uh, and to the Kumaros, all, it, three or four places he shows his universal form. It is just to make, understand that how he is cause of all the causes. And the universal form does not exist eternally. It is just only in this material universe. Um, and it is to show to the people how he is present in everywhere because um, uh, we have to grow to that level to see Krishna in everything. Uh, if we, uh, the first level of devotees are those who see only Krishna in the temple, uh, in the uh, in the God. And as soon as they come out of the temple, they start behaving uh, differently. They start engaging themselves, indulging themselves in one kind of sinful activities. And we grow next to see Krishna in everywhere, how he is the cause of everything. Like how Prabhupada was writing in this, um, we are seeing the immediate causes, but we are not seeing the ultimate cause, the cause of all causes, which is Krishna behind everything. So to, to show that to the people, uh, Arjuna actually asks. It's not that Arjuna doesn't know that he is the cause of all causes. Like tomorrow, the, the generations coming uh, may not uh, agree to that. So that's why Krishna sourced that universal form to show how he is the cause of cause, everything in this material universe. So in this way, even Brahma is offering praise uh, and saying that the sun and moon are like your light, uh, uh, your two eyes. Yes, Mataji, thank you so much. And also I think universal form was also shown because... Uh, like just like uh, if any any person you know will come and say I'm God or whatever, then you know uh, one can ask that person who thinks himself to be God, show your universal form. So you know, I was reading somewhere in Bhagavad Gita that, and uh, obviously that person cannot show the forms which which you know Arjuna was so much petrified with. But uh, yes. yes, like the comparison you did because uh, there's so many. Uh, there's a description of the uh, the universal form in Bhagavad Gita, and in that reference, of course, uh, you know all the powerful things we see, moon, sun, and all that. You know, it's all inside Krishna only. I mean, it's uh, the way you explained it. Now I understand that, but uh, of course, uh, because uh, you know we hear now the Krishna has a beautiful lotus eyes, uh, lotus shaped eyes. Yes. So, he has um, Mataji, he still has that <laughs> in his Krishna Shamashandara form. <laughs> yeah. So we have to understand that way because there are so many manifestations of Krishna, like you know, Narshinga Dev manifestation mm -hmm. and so many others come in. But uh, you know, so like uh, uh, that's why they say Bhagavad Gita can only be understood in association of devotees. See, like I am very <laughs> ignorant, you know, 
but I like the way I do my own personal reading, but still, you know, this question uh, uh, was coming to me because uh, I just wanted to clarification because only reading will not help uh, on no, our own, you know. I I always appreciate your way of asking questions and clarifying, Madhuri, because that should be our way uh, to learn. Uh, otherwise. Um, uh, otherwise, we won't be knowing, and our doubts won't be cleared. Uh, so, if our don't, if the more our doubts are getting clear, our faith increases, our dedication, our uh, sincerity, uh, our determination increases. So, it, it, you should be asking questions, and you ask in a, uh, so how to ask question also. Krishna says like you know, sevaya uh, by humbly asking questions, and uh, so you are doing the right thing. Uh, all of us are ignorant still of so many things. We are all still enlightening each other and learning and moving, helping each other to know more about our spiritual divine father and uh, make ourselves surrender to him. Yes, Mataji. And Mataji, there's another question. Uh, you know, uh, what happened is that the, when uh, Krishna went to Duryodhana with the plea to stop the war, you know, so that time also Krishna showed his, his opulent form to him. But it says in the Bhagavad Gita, now I'm not good at quoting verses, but I, I just love Srila Prabhupada's purports, like you said. In one of the purports, um, in the, the chapter, Universal Form, uh, towards the end of that particular purport, it says that, but he didn't show the Universal Form that he showed to Krishna. So, uh, uh, so Krishna could have shown that Universal Form to Duryodhana too, right? Then Duryodhana would have got like fearsome and he would have stopped the war. But Krishna didn't do that. He didn't show that universal form to him. And I, first, I, yeah, we do read that he showed it to Krishna because he's his friend and devotee. Arjuna. Arjuna, yes, yes. Yeah. So what why he didn't show the universal form to Duryodhana, maybe this whole war would have stopped. I mean, it was like then at the same time Krishna is going for a plea to him to, you know. See, uh, this one I, I have to confirm and call if, uh, clarify. But he shows a universal form, a mini universal form uh, in the Sabha. He shows that um, actually. But uh, see, for see, Mataji, it's like he, instead of showing that also he's next to him, right, like Duryodhana. But Duryodhana never wanted him. He's like one of those atheists who never wants Krishna in their life. So Duryodhana is a representation of that. Duryodhana is a representation of Kali. Duryodhana is a representation of many of the atheists that we find here. Uh, the scriptures, the temples, everything is telling about Krishna, but they don't want to believe. The same person will read Bhagavad Gita, but they will write a translation where they will remove Krishna. Uh, so the, there are people like that. It's not that... Uh, everybody uh, gets uh, surrender, like um, uh, seeing that. He did show his mini universal form. See, this is a question when we are reading in Kartik month about the universal form. I am finding the verses reference in Mahabharat, but uh, uh, where I found that he shows the mini uh, uh, universal form to in the in the assembly of the Kauravas. He does that. Krishna does that when he goes to talk. Uh, when he uh, when he does that peace talks, he does that. Uh, 